the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. If we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery, with its row upon row of simple white markers, bearing crosses or stars of David, they add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. This is the Bob France Authority on AM 1420. The Answer. Yes, indeed it is. Good morning. Thanks for joining us. Seven minutes after the hour of 9 o'clock, and we're already rolling on AM 1420, The Answer. It's a Monday, the fourth morning of the 10th month of the year of our Lord, 2021. And we've got to be rolling because time is running out, in all seriousness. Uh, each and every passing day, even the weekends, which I try to disassociate myself from the news just a little bit, I try to distance, but ultimately I can't. Because pretty much prepping for a show like this is a 24-7 job. Anytime something becomes aware to me, or I become aware of something, rather, uh, I've got to write it down and study it and talk about it. Um, we're running out of time, in all seriousness. I said this on my program last, I want to say Thursday, and I did it live during a commercial break. I posted a profile picture on my Facebook account, which I still have, again, to my shame, I still have that account. I'm still trying to find some ways to use it for good, uh, despite its obvious evil. And I changed my profile picture from a picture of me where I was standing next to President Trump when I met him in June um, to a picture of our flag flying gracefully uh, on a pole. Except that it wasn't a normal picture of our American flag. It was a picture of our American flag flying upside down. Some people immediately jumped on it and called it highly disrespectful. And what are you doing? It look, looks like Colin Kaepernick. Why are you disrespecting our flag? Those people have no idea what an upside-down American flag represents. It is a distress signal. It is a cry for help. It is an acknowledgment to anybody looking. We are in serious jeopardy. Somebody please come and help. That's what the upside-down flag means. I posted it, and it remains posted. Because quite literally, we are in distress. We are in need of assistance. Now, the sad part about it is we shouldn't have to signal for outside assistance for what, what ails this country right now. The distress that we are in, the trouble that we are in, the burgeoning dystopia that we are becoming, uh, 
the help that we need lies within. We don't need to signal the outside world for help. We need to fix it from within because there are many, many things that are on the cusp, quite frankly, of contributing to the breakdown of this republic. It is just that literal and that simple. And we're going to talk about all of it today. Coming up at 9.35 this morning, we're going to talk with attorney Tom Renz. Tom Renz is a uh, the founder and uh, one of the leaders of Ohio Stands Up. He has been doing unbelievable work in exposing, uh, again, this is what I mean, this is why the flag flies upside down, exposing the attack on our personal rights, our medical freedom, our medical uh, privacy, uh, as it pertains to COVID, the attack on the First Amendment, the attack on our ability to uh, argue against, with science, by the way, on our side, we have the science, they have compliance. That's it. With the science on our side, we're still not allowed to argue, we're not allowed to present, we're not allowed to debate, we're not allowed to challenge. We are counted as misinformation and dismissed just as quickly and easily. Dismissing people bringing factual, sourced science. When you're talking about COVID, when you're talking about repercussions, when you're talking about side effects, when you're talking about masks, when you're talking about lockdown effects, we bring the science, they ignore it and dismiss us as being purveyors of misinformation. Well, Tom Renz has got some new information that they're going to have a heck of a hard time fact-checking. He's got whistleblower data from the CMS Medicare tracking system. People who dismiss the VAERS system in the CDC, VAERS is the uh, self-reporting system. When you self-report adverse effects uh, that you have suffered from um, uh, getting vaccinated from anything, any vaccine, this isn't just COVID-19, People dismiss that as being, well, it's self-reported, so people could be lying, so those numbers shouldn't be counted. Well, it kind of makes you wonder, why does the CDC even have the system? Why does the CDC post them on the CDC website? This isn't some sort of activist or radical website. It's the CDC that we're supposed to trust. Why do they have it if it can't be counted and can't be taken seriously? But for those who still don't take it seriously and ignore that question, okay, I wonder if the Medicare tracking system is also something you can just dismiss, even though it is not self-reporting. And what the Medicare tracking system is showing is the fact that um, there are more injuries and more deaths from COVID-19 vaccinations than anybody in the government will ever admit to you. It's an extraordinary amount of information. The data reveals that over 19,000 people under the age of 80, have died within 14 days of receiving the COVID-19 vaccine. In addition to that, 28,000 more have died over the age of 80 within 14 days of receiving the COVID-19 vaccine. The total number of Americans uh, is around uh, 48,000, according to hard data released and revealed in the Medicare tracking system. This is the Medicare tracking system, not VAERS. I'll let Tom explain all of that to you in detail at 935. 10-10, another way that we're going to fight back to defend this republic is we're going to try to take back our schools and turn them from the indoctrination centers that they have become back into places of education. Uh, And we've been doing this with school boards all over the state, particularly all over northeast Ohio. We've been talking about the need to replace leftist school board members, radicals, indoctrinators, Those who would wish to uh, educate your kids on critical race theory, fictional 1619 projects, gender theory and gender activism as opposed to science, all of that. And today we're going to do it 
with uh, Rocky River. Rocky River's got three terrific school board candidates who are up for this vote next month uh, to try to take over that school board and stop them from being as radical as apparently the direction uh, would indicate that they are. So we're going to talk to all three of those uh, school board candidates in Rocky River at 1010. And then at 1035, what did I tell you a few minutes ago about first, uh, the First Amendment? And I, what did I tell you last week? It is under attack like it has never been under attack before. Citizens for Free Speech is uh, at the very forefront of defending the First Amendment. I work as the Ohio director of the Ohio chapter of Citizens for Free Speech. I'm the national communications director for the national organization. And our coordinator in this state is Dan Ramada. Uh, Dan is going to be joining me at 1035 to talk about our first statewide Citizens for Free Speech meeting coming up in uh, Northfield in, uh, what, 10 days. Ten days exactly. It's going to be on the 14th. We are going to have a terrific event at the Liberty Valley Church, and that's coming up uh, on October 14th. So Dan Ramada will talk to us about that. Tom Renz, Rocky River School Board candidates, and Dan Ramada will be our guest today. Now, before we get into the rest of the monologue, uh, let's pause for our Pledge of Allegiance. Patriots, please go ahead and stand. Put your hand on your heart. Face your flag if you have one. Liberals, leftists, Biden voters, uh, supporters of the... Uh, of the $3.5 trillion spending bill that Joe Biden is still trying to push. People who believe in chasing senators they don't like into women's bathroom stalls and stalking them in order to get them to provide amnesty for illegal aliens. Yeah, all of these are stories in the news right now. We know who you are. We know what you are. Don't bother saying the pledge with us. Go ahead and take your knee. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands one nation under god indivisible with liberty and justice for all you know i uh, i do that at the uh, every day at the end of the uh, introduction of the pledge there and i remind those who are not believers in american liberty you know to go ahead and, and do what they believe which is you know take a knee sit it out we know you don't stand for the anthem we know you don't stand for the pledge i got to tell you i'm 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 so very, very disappointed and so very disgusted. I mean, I expect that kind of thing from Dr. Anthony Fauci. Dr. Anthony Fauci has made it very, very clear that he does not believe in freedom. He does not believe in liberty. He does not believe in people being able to gather. He believes in lockdowns. He believes in masking. He believes in mandates. I expect that kind of thing from, uh, from, like, from uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci. But we can gather for Christmas or it's just too soon to tell? You know, Margaret, we, it's just too soon to tell. We've just got to concentrating on continuing to get those numbers down and not yeah. try to jump ahead by weeks or months and say what we're going to do at a particular time. You do not yet have permission from the grand poobah of epidemiology, apparently, to get together with your family for Christmas. National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases head and chief uh, and White House medical advisor, Dr. Anthony Fauci, said yesterday on CBS, don't plan on getting together with uh, with your family for Christmas. Over the river and through the woods, nope, don't make those travel plans yet. I'll let you know later when we get closer whether or not you can get together with family. I'm trying to I'm trying to understand that. I'm trying to get let let the scope of that sink in. I'm trying to wrap my brain around it. Dr. Anthony Fauci said it's just too soon for you to know whether you can get together with your family and friends for Christmas. Meanwhile, families and friends and and neighbors and community members and people all across states are gathering together by the tens of thousands and, in fact, some cases the hundreds of thousands to watch college football games and chant F. Joe Biden 
and watch NASCAR races and chant F. Joe Biden and go to baseball games and hang banners that say Trump won. But he's not sure if you have permission yet to get together with your family at Christmas because it just might be too too dangerous to get together, particularly in an indoor setting, in a congregate setting. You mean like the Met Gala in which the far left celebrated just being rich far leftists uh, all together with no masks? Only the wait staff, only the servers had to wear masks? You mean like that one, Dr. Fauci? What if they called that a Christmas celebration? You would probably go in there with a with a SWAT team and break it up, wouldn't you? But they called it a far-left fundraiser, and I don't even know what the Met Gala is. All I know is that it was a bunch of very, very rich people gathering together to condemn wealth and to condemn uh, capitalism. It's amazing, really. Then they had the Emmy Awards, where, again, the only people had to wear masks, the only people had to uh, take any precautions whatsoever were the individuals who were serving and staffing the event. But the partygoers and the attendees and the speakers and the recipients, nope, all good. No problem at all. But you and mom, grandma, grandpa, great-grandma, grandpa, aunts, uncles, nieces, cousins, nope, you can't get together for Christmas because Dr. Fauci doesn't think it's safe yet. Or at least he's not sure. He's not sure yet. You know, well, we'll answer that in a few weeks when we have more time to, to Dr. look at the Dr. Anthony day. Fauci, the president's chief medical advisor. Good morning to you, Dr. Fauci. Good morning. 700,000 American dead. This is now the worst pandemic the country has ever experienced. Are we close to over or do we need to brace for another wave? Well, you know, one of the things we want to make sure is that we have had over the last few weeks a turning around of the acceleration of this starting to come down in cases and hospitalizations and soon deaths. The one thing that we don't want to do is that we don't want to become complacent and say, okay, now we need to pull back. We don't need any more people to get vaccinated. There it is. There's your line. There it is. Vaccinated, vaccinated, vaccinated. He is a believer, not just in vaccination, because of the potential medical good that could come from it. He is a believer in the vaccine mandate, despite the potential of harm that could come from it. Harm that is very real and very legitimate. Now, you may wonder, what was I, where was I going with it at the beginning of this when I said, I expect it from Dr. Fauci. That traditionally would be followed up by a however or a but. And I'm going to give it here. Because I don't expect this. And yet I get it daily and have now for many, many months from my friend Hugh Hewitt. I, I, listen, there are few people in media and in, quite frankly, in life whose intellect I respect more than my friend Hugh Hewitt, who does the, the National Morning Show right before me. I used to guest host on his show. I think there's been a break in uh, in that action here because we are so fundamentally opposed on this issue. But I just heard Hugh, 10 minutes before I came on the air, saying that he believes in mandates for all kinds of adults, for teachers, for military personnel, for healthcare workers, for this, for that, for the other. All of these people need to be mandated. However, he was giving the kids a break. The kids, you shouldn't have to be you shouldn't have to be vaccinated. There should be no mandate for that. But the mandate for vaccinations of all of those other adults should be in place. I'm trying to look and I'm trying to find a, a place where those two things can coexist in a free country, where vaccine mandates coexist with medical freedom, privacy, choices for our own bodies, choices of our own doctors. 
I remember listening to Hugh, just like every other talk show host, every uh, conservative talk show host, back in the early part of the Obama years, of which I was one, arguing against uh, uh, Barack Obama, who said, you can keep your own doctors, you can keep your own plans, and then when that turned out not to be true, we went crazy. Most of us knew it wasn't going to be true anyway. But once it came to pass that we lost our doctors, we lost our plans, we complained and said, it's our choice to have the doctors we want, and it's our choice to have the coverage we want. How dare you uh, take all of that away from us and then impose this this massive, you know, uh, uh, government-run uh, health insurance program? We were livid. Hugh was livid. I was livid. Everybody was livid. How dare you take our medical freedom away from us, we said. Well, now here we are in the age of the pandemic, and people, including very intelligent people, are willing to say, yeah, we're giving up on that whole medical freedom thing. We're giving up on that whole medical choice thing. We're giving up on that whole medical privacy thing that we used to demand when Barack Obama was president. Now we're saying, no, you don't have medical choices here. You don't have privacy. You don't have the opportunity to listen to your own doctors and just let your doctor decide for you or consult with you on whether or not you should take this, whether he recommends that you take this vaccine. You just need to take it or lose your job. I'm hearing this from Fauci. And I expect it. I'm hearing it from conservative talk show hosts, and I'm baffled. And I do this not to condemn, because like I said, I have an extraordinary amount of respect for my fellow talk show hosts, including Hugh. Massive. And great friendship as well. I really do. Yeah, I enjoy a, a lot of really great um, things about and with my friends. But I will tell you this. I am baffled as to how a person who believes, anybody who believes in... in, in uh, Liberty and freedom and choices, uh, particularly when it comes to their own bodies, how they can possibly declare, I support a mandate. You can for- support the vax all you want. Do it for months and months and months and months, which a lot of people have done. He was one of them. Support the vaccine. If that's your opinion, go ahead. To support a mandate, though, is crossing a bridge too far. It is a bridge too far, and it's crossing the bridge. too. I mean, it's... I'll mix up my metaphor some more on the other side of this time out, but you understand my point. I cannot understand that. 216-901-0945, This is The Authority. Right back. Download the free WHK mobile app and listen to your favorite WHK programs or podcasts on the go. It's free in your app store. Three Kowalski Ford. You just got to get there. AM fourteen twenty. The answer. Nine twenty seven. The Bob France Authority on AM fourteen twenty. The answer. You know, I told you that we get censored, we get silenced, we get suspended for uh, things like you know, I don't know, presenting science on uh, the social media platforms. I did it uh, a couple of weeks ago, got seven days in the Facebook jail, and uh, I know I am joined by just hundreds of thousands of my conservative brothers and sisters who have spent time in the Facebook jail. Those fact checks keep a coming, looks like I'm banned again, ain't been allowed on Twitter since, I don't know when, I'm stuck in Facebook prison. My profile page is gone And I'm not rightly knowing Just what I done wrong Oh, 
little selfies with my puppies, corny memes and puns. I've tried to be a good boy, not trying to hurt no one. Got shadow banned on Vimeo, but I'm not sure why. Some tender whistleblower flagged my love life as a lie. You're charged with posting, quote, good morning. It's not a good morning for everyone, sir. Check your white privilege. But I... On September 21st of this year, did you not post a photo to Facebook with the caption, quote, nice, warm day today? Well, uh, probably, but... It wasn't a warm day for the people of Antarctica, sir. Who lives in Antarctica? Penguins, sir. Lots of penguins. But penguins aren't people. Racist! Everything I post is questioned. Each fact I post is wrong. They'll probably even fact check the lyrics in this song. They think I should be censored, and if I disagree, my posts they'll keep removing until they cancel me. I hereby find you guilty as charged and sentence you to 30 days in Facebook jail. But I'm not guilty, and that's the truth. This court is not interested in the truth, sir. Only the facts. And the fact is, you are guilty of non-compliance to our agenda. Wait, what? Is that a question? We don't allow anyone to question anything, sir. That will be another 30 days. Well, when they free me from this prison, next time I speak my mind. You can bet I'll think it over before I cross the line. Won't spread misinformation, speak truth in all I say. And if it violates their standards, I'll post it anyway. America, a wake-up call, courtesy of the Bob France Authority on AM 1420, The Answer. Yes, indeed, 935 now. Thanks for being with us on AM 1420, The Answer. That uh, tremendous Facebook prison song was was done by our own Dale officer in in our uh, production department. He's brilliant. That was fantastic, one of his best ever. Uh, And uh, if you want to replay that i mean i don't know that i can make it available for you any other way than go to our webpage whkradio.com and uh make sure you listen to the podcast download the podcast and then you can edit it up to your liking to uh save that song but it was fantastic go to whkradio.com when the show's over the uh first hour will be posted there and you can grab that at around nine twenty-five of the first hour all right uh i told you all about this last week i gave you at least a little bit of a teaser i didn't tell you all about it i wanted tom Renz to tell you all about it he's the one who Found it. He's the one who has been communicating with a whistleblower in the uh, CDC and in the CDC's Medicare tracking system. Attorney Tom Renz uh, did a big presentation on this at the uh, Clay Clark Re- Reawaken America tour last week. And uh, he's got the facts that the CDC and the vaccine mandate pushers uh, do not want you to have. Tom Renz, good to have you back on our program, my friend. Thank you so much for the time. How are you? Hey, it's great to be back, Bob. It's been a while. How you been? It has been a little bit, and you've been very busy, I see, during that time. Now I know why I haven't been able to track you down for an interview for a bit. You've been out there working with whistleblowers and shining a spotlight on the truth here. 
Tom, before we get into what you found from the Medicare tracking system, I want to talk about the VAERS system because what the left tries to do, as you well know, when it comes to, you know, the, trying to promote the safety and safe and effective, safe and effective. The only two side effects of the COVID-19 vaccines are safety and effectiveness. Uh, the way they want to, want to sell that, <laughs> um, which is really kind of crazy. But, um, they say that all of these people who are self-reporting uh, reactions and side effects to the COVID vaccine in the VAR system of the CDC, they can't be trusted. They're just lying to advance an agenda. They're making things up. And it makes me wonder, Tom, and you can speak to this, why would the CDC even allow a VAERS reporting system on their website if it's so non-credible, if the people who are reporting adverse reactions to vaccinations, not just COVID, but other vaccinations as well, um, why would the CDC even allow that to exist on their on their website if it's not valid? Well, I mean, just as importantly, why would they spend so much time going through it and uh, eliminating everything on there that they possibly can, okay, whether it's justified or not? You know, I mean, listen, VAERS is a self-reporting system, and it's been held in court to not be 100% reliable. But the reason is not that the people are reporting lies. The reason is is that it's underreporting by, you know, one to, it's 10 to 100 times underreported. So take the number on VAERS, multiply it by 10 to 100, and you've got roughly the right number. Uh, it, it's. I mean, that's according to a Harvard study that was paid for by NIH. I mean, they. they there's no question. Bears is not accurate because it's underreporting by ten to a hundred times. So they're right. It is. It's not accurate. What they need to do is multiply the numbers by a hundred, and you've got kind of what you're looking for in reality. So well, they're uh, not going to like. They're not going to like that report, and they're not going to like that Harvard study you cite. And that's what I love, by the way, about of about our side when it comes to these kinds of things. We bring sources, we bring citations, we bring studies, we bring science. They do not bring science. They bring rhetoric, and they just demand compliance anyway. Uh, and so I'm glad you cited that. <laughs> But, but Tom, the reason I asked about VAERS is because, you know, the left says it's not reliable for the other, re, the other direction. They say it's self-reported and people are making stuff up in order to try to advance their own agenda. They can't say that about the CMS tracking, uh, Medicare tracking system. This is the, this is the bombshell that I want you to tell us about. Yeah. So there's a, there's a kind of a little bit of pre, uh, I guess groundwork I have to lay for this. So Please, back in October of 2020, uh, the FDA leaked the slideshow, the, an internal slideshow, and what they said in there was they said, hey, we're going to track the, the safety of these vaccines through the Medicare uh, system because what happens is, is you get billed and they can look at the bills and they can look at the data coming in and they can see what's going on with people and when it's happening and they can you know do all this sort of stuff with it. So it's a very... Uh, very accurate system because, I mean, you know, they've got people searching that for fraud and stuff like that all the time, and it's an official government record. So they decided that they wanted to look at that, and it leaked out. And everybody saw from that slideshow the list of side effects from the vaccine. That went kind of crazy, and everybody saw that. But what they didn't see was that the slide before said that the FDA was going to use the CMS system, the Medicare system, uh, for real-time reporting. Right. So they they're looking at this on roughly a weekly basis. And we put those slides up and said they're going to look at this on a weekly basis 
and here's the side effects that they're going to look for, right? So, because they, they leaked it. So, then what we did is I got a whistleblower who gave me that data, which, by the way, when we get a little bit further in this conversation, Bob, I want to go through, I've got the specific breakdowns for Ohio that I'd like to talk a little bit about because it's not being reported. And while we've got our scumbag governor and our scumbag house speaker who is now trying to uh, do everything he can to make sure that we do, we get uh, a bill passed that will allow everyone to everyone to mandate this vaccine, uh, we need to we need to make sure people know what's going on. This is put a stop to this garbage House Bill 435, and uh, you know get back to what we're doing. I mean, he threw Rep. Gross off the health the health committee uh, because. She was actually honest, and he, I don't know if you heard this, Bob, but he actually made the comment to people in Columbus that he was going to take the fall for this because he didn't care. He just wanted to make sure that they could they could mandate these vaccines. He didn't want 248 to pass. So uh, we, the people... If I may, if that. I may, hold on a second here, Tom Renz, Attorney Tom Renz. Speaker Cup literally said, I want mandates to be to be made in the state. He literally said that? That's My understanding, what was reported to me, was that he told people that he will take the call, uh, the fall for bringing down uh, the, the bill that Rep. Gross, yeah, 248, that Rep. Gross was pushing because it was too strong. It was going to allow people to actually make their own decisions on vaccines. And so they want to put something out there that gives them uh, the ability to save face which is House 435, right. but doesn't actually do anything. House Bill 435 is a disaster. It's put together by the establishment. It's being pushed by the establishment, and it's being done because it doesn't do anything. Uh, Ohioans need to take a stand on this. This garbage, this is why we've got to get the Republican Party rebuilt in this in this state. We I don't disagree with that for a second. Yeah, I, I don't trust the ORP. I do not trust leadership. I agree. I just wanted to clarify what you said there. It's one thing for him to say, I'll take the fall on killing 248. But I wanted to know if you were just kind of paraphrasing when you when you said that he said because he wants um, uh, vaccine mandates to be to be passed in this state. Well, but that's what it is, right? I mean, they well, that might be that that might be the practical effect of it. Chamber. No, no, Tom, Tom, I get it. That 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 will be the practical effect of it if you kill those bills or kill a strong bill like two forty eight. But I just want to know, did he say that out loud? So I just want to clarify that because that's a strong statement. I want to make sure that was if that was a statement or if that was kind of a paraphrase based on what what it would do. The whole conversation was relayed to me by Got someone it. that I trust who was there. Okay, so. Uh, um, you know, I can't, I can't tell you exactly the word for word, how he said it. What I can tell you is that it's clear. Well, you know what? He wants to take the fall, go protest guys, let him take the fall, but you make sure that he takes it hard and you make sure we find some new, some new people to replace him and all these other scumbags who won't support the rights of Ohio. And let me read this to you, Bob. Go ahead. So I, I've got, like I said, this is straight from the CMS servers. Okay straight from the CMS servers. Uh, it's raw data. And this is uh, these are side effects and issues for patients uh, who are within 28 days of the vaccination, first or second shot, and did not have these conditions before 1-1-2020. So, they, so if from 1-1-2020 up until the time you got the shot, you had thrombosis, we don't count you. So this is a very, very tight group. It's not, it, it's undercounting, if anything, right? Got it. So 
just in the state of Ohio, just the state of Ohio, we had uh, 2,887 COVID cases within 28 days of getting the vaccination. We had 4,888 deaths within 28 days of getting the shot. 28 days, right? So you get the shot within 28 days, you're dead. Uh, in the state of Ohio only, and only in our Medicare population, so only in our 65-plus uh, age range. Paralysis, right? Who comes down with paralysis? Have you ever heard of anybody in the history of, of the world coming down with a case of paralysis? Well, in Ohio, 1,034 people developed paralysis within 28 days of getting this vaccine. 2,591 heart attacks. Uh, thrombosis, uh, 1,491, thrombocytopenia, 1,845, cerebral uh, infarction or stroke, 1,747, and the list goes on. You know, this is not safe. It's not a safe thing to do. It doesn't hurt everybody, but it does hurt a lot of people, and who knows what it's going to do two years down the line because this is all just within 28 days of getting the shot. Not only that, Bob, but we also released the DOD document that finally, finally, finally we can get the truth, not from some liar scumbag who's getting a big bonus for pushing this hospital stuff. The DOD document says in no uncertain terms, very, very clearly, 60% of hospitalizations are in fully vaccinated people under the CMS numbers. 60%. 71% of cases Breakthrough cases are in fully vaccinated people. So this doesn't count people who got one shot, and this doesn't count people who got the shot and are within 14 days of getting the shot because they don't count those as fully vaccinated. Tom, so let me interrupt because uh, – hold, hold yeah. on a second. I want to interrupt because the sourcing of this is crucial. Uh, otherwise, all of these things mean nothing to anybody. You, you mentioned DOD, and I think you lost me there. Did you say DOD as in Department of Defense? Yes, sir. We released on Friday a document from the Department of Defense, okay? Not from me, not from a whistleblower, from the Department of Defense. By the way, my whistleblower, we actually uh, provided screenshots of raw data from CMS just to back up what we're doing. So fact check away, brothers. Uh, That's the the reason. Hold on. And I want people who just turned the radio on on right now who didn't hear the beginning of our conversation. This is attorney Tom Renz, who is giving us statistics uh, that were obtained through a whistleblower with CMS. CMS is the Center for Medicare and uh, Medicaid Services, for those who do not know. They have a Medicare tracking system. This tracking system is the source for all of the statistics that Tom is giving you right now, the number of cases of thrombosis, number of heart attacks, number of cases of paralysis, and the other things, including deaths that we're talking about. This comes from not some conservative medical privacy, medical freedom activist group. Uh, it's not from the VAERS system, which people can dismiss, even though they're inaccurate, but dismiss as saying, hey, that's self-reporting. You can't trust that. This is the government's Medicare tracking system that uh, Tom is using here for these statistics. And Tom, now g- give me the rest of that DOD part. So the Department of Defense uses the same system, the CMS system, and they analyze it. They use a platform called Umetrics, and they use their, their artificial intelligence uh, analysis program, JAIC, 
um, to uh, to do this analysis. And 60% of the hospitalizations and Medicare patients were in fully vaccinated individuals. So when Fauci is up there, when DeWine is up there, when Cup are up there telling you this is safe and effective, they are lying through their teeth. It is absolutely not safe and it is not effective. We have the side effects to back it up from the CMS servers, and we have the DOD document, Department of Defense document, that shows that it is not effective. We also just had over this weekend a preprint study uh, came out, and that preprint study outright said that this that these vaccines do not prevent spread, the spread of the illness. This is absolutely unequivocally the greatest cover-up in American history, and our scumbag politicians in, here in Ohio, not all of them, we've got a few of them that had courage, but not enough of them. These scumbag politicians are sacrificing the health and safety of their people for money because the chambers and all these groups are throwing enough money to buy off the Ohio Republican Party, and that is exactly what they're doing. If you vote for a Republican in Ohio that hasn't taken a stand on this, you might as well vote for, the, uh, for AOC. I mean, these people have sold their soul. They don't care. Um, they're outright talking about whatever they got to do. It's a political game. They don't care about the people. They care about the money. So, listen. Tom, the stuff that this. you're saying right now is actionable. You're accusing Ohio Republicans of essentially selling out the health and even the lives of Ohio citizens for cash. That's actionable. I, I would imagine there's a I slander am. suit waiting for you right now uh, from, from Ohio Republicans and in particular Ohio leadership. So the reason I bring that up, Tom, should be obvious. You are so confident in what you're saying that you would be willing to, and, and able to defend these accusations in a courtroom. Hey, I listen. Straight from the CMS servers. Straight from the CMS servers. No, the Ohio Republican Party, when they vote, when any elected official is voting against this, what they're voting against is the safety and the lives of Ohioans. This is absolutely what they're doing. It is 100%. And, and hell yeah, I can say this. I have free speech. They may not like that I ask for free speech. They're censoring the hell out of me everywhere they go. But guess what? Uh, last I checked, the First Amendment still applies. And, yeah, I'm that sure. L- listen, it's a DOD Make document. Make sure you check that daily, by the way. <laughs> you said last time you yeah, checked it. So check it daily because day by day it may, you know, we're losing uh, a little bit of it every day, and that's not an exaggeration. We're fighting very, very uh, hard to protect and defend it. But, yeah, you're right. For now, you have it. Um, Tom, I, I've got to get a hard I've got to get a hard break here, but I'm not quite done, and I know you're not either. I want to get a, a couple more quick questions for you after the break. Can you hang on? Sure thing. Yes, Tom sir. Renz, attorney Tom Renz, uh, has stunning data from the CMS, that's the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services tracking system, that shows extraordinary numbers of adverse effects and illnesses and, and, and side effects and deaths from the COVID-19 vaccines that you are not supposed to know about. More from Tom right after this. free WHK mobile app and listen to your favorite WHK programs or podcasts on the go. It's free in your app store.
Okay, it's 9.54. Now we continue with Tom Renz. Attorney Tom Renz says... Uh, Uncovered some incredible information directly from the the government's own numbers, the government's own tracking numbers. The CMS, that's the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services tracking system, has highlighted a ton of uh, of, of very serious conditions developed by people after receiving the COVID nineteen vaccines. Tom, uh, in one of the reports I have on your presentation that you made uh, last week in the Reawaken America tour, says. Uh, in July, Attorney Wren's whistleblower, under penalty of perjury, stated that she estimated at least 45,000 people had died from the COVID-19 vaccine. Now, this is worded that way, not died with the vaccine or after having taken the vaccine, but died from the vaccine. Can you tell me where that or that whistleblower testified or, or, yeah, testified under penalty of perjury? Because that's strong. That document was submitted to federal court in Alabama. It was submitted. Uh, we did our due diligence. If we had submitted that without doing due diligence, we could have lost our license or been in trouble with the court. I assure you we did our due diligence. And I'm going to tell you that that number is substantially low. Substantially. We now have in our presentation that we had forty, almost 48,000 dead within 14 days of getting the vaccine. The, uh, in the Medicare only. So that's 18.1% of the U.S. population. We have 48,000 dead within 14 days. Now, granted, some of them could have died from other things, but not 48,000. So we have 48,000 dead. And here's the real tricky thing. The CDC has it set up where if you have, if uh, within 14 days, you're not considered vaccinated. So here's the problem. Those 48,000 people don't count as vaccine deaths even if they were, because they say you're not vaccinated. They, they've got this set up where no one is considered a vaccine death, no matter what. 48,000 even, even if they've Even if they've taken, days. yeah, even if they've taken one shot, they don't count. And if they've taken two, but they die before 14 days is up, they're not considered fully vaccinated, so they can just be checked as a, as a regular death, not a, not a vaccine death. Is that what you're saying? Yep, you just randomly died of, of I don't know, whatever it is that you died of, and it had nothing to do with the vaccine, even though two days earlier you are perfectly healthy. And uh, you said this was submitted in an Alabama federal court. What, can you tell me what the case was or what the circumstances were there? That's the case where we're challenging the EUA. We're challenging these vaccines that were illegally authorized and should not have been authorized under any way, in any way, shape, or form under the federal law. Okay. Uh, the reason so I'm asking is obvious, other... Tom, because, I, you know, like I said, you, you know your critics or the critics or those who are, you know, the propagandists and the fear mongers are going to try to challenge every single thing you're saying. So I want to make sure we hey. have all of the sources and stats uh, and where they're filed. But go ahead and finish your last thought there. They have. They, they, make, they do everything they can to try and attack me personally because they can't attack the facts. They can't attack the reality. And they're doing everything they can to cover this up. And really what they're doing is they're contributing to the death of thousands of Americans. I want to get one last thing in because I know we got a break here for yes. coming up. Um, within the DOD document, the Department of Defense, it, you should know that the risk model for breakthrough hospitalization, right, the last page, if you've got the vaccine, there's an increased risk of hospitalization if you are a Native American, if you are Hispanic, or if you are black. So just FYI, this seems to have an, uh, a pretty substantially negative impact on minorities. And as an added bonus, 
uh, on that same slide, it also shows that if you really want to not get sick, natural immunity is by far the best. So this, this presentation has a number of things in it that support what my whistleblower assertions are, which, you know, like I said, we've done our homework on it. And uh, but whatever, what we're seeing here is the greatest cover-up in history, and we need to get the people of Ohio to stand up and say enough. Our corrupt state government needs to get their heads out of their rears, and they need to start fighting for the people, not for these corporate interests and the cronyism that's occurring, so that they can have money that Nancy Pelosi is printing and handing out, even though it, we don't have that money. It's not real. It's not anything because it's not backed by anything. We're just printing more. Tom Renz, um, last thing, because you're right, we do have a top of the hour here. Um, you said that many of Ohio's leaders um, have been willing, you called them scumbags and said they've been willing to sell out people and sell out their health and even and, and allow people to die for money because of the profits that are made from the pushing of these vaccines. Um, where's the media's role in all of this? Are they also being bought off? Because one would imagine that with the numbers you're quoting and the fact that uh, they come from the government, come from the Medicare tracking system, that some uh, you know, intrepid media reporter or another would want to do a massive story on the greatest cover-up in, in, in American history, as you're calling it. Why do you think they're not? The Trusted News Initiative. All it is is one giant... Consp- Listen, these guys have all banned together... They're getting mad money from pharma and from big tech and some of these other guys, and they're getting paid massive money to cover this up. They are they are absolutely complicit in this. I can't wait to sue the media over this. We'll get to it someday. Uh, but first, we've got to save some lives. Listen, we got to fight this. Look at this stuff up at rems-law.com. I've got all these presentations up there, rems-law.com, R-E-M-Z-law.com. Uh, support Ohio Stands Up, support MAFA, support Frontline Doctors, support the ChristianRevolution.net. We need support. We need help. We need people to stand up. But we need prayers first and foremost. And please, get your butt off your couch and fight for your freedom and for the safety and future of your children. We've got to do something about this. We've got the data. It's indisputable. We just need the people to make sure that the that our our elected officials, and I use that term loosely, yeah. uh, actually do something with it. Well, Tom Renz, I really appreciate you coming on. It takes guts to do the work that you're doing. I appreciate all of the great information. We'll tell people again, RenzLaw.com, Renz-Law.com, right? Renz-Law.com. Yes, sir. Tom, thank you Thanks, very much. Bob. God bless. 1001, we'll get news now. We'll come back and talk school boards on the other side, AM 1420, The Answer. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.